Prologue I was dead. My body just hadn't realized it yet. I tried to climb to my feet, but the muscles in my arm had given up long ago, and I collapsed to the rain-soaked dirt, the comfortable numbness of defeat welcoming me. Get down! As I lay there, thunder rumbling and icy droplets stinging my face, I stared at the twisted form of death above me, and I knew the painful truth. This was it. All of my searching, all of my fighting was for nothing. I'd have laughed if I could have remembered how. Then the voices came again, calling for me to surrender my struggle against the inevitable, dragging me from consciousness. Give it up, they echoed. I glanced to the bitter rain clouds as colored stars wheeled overhead and time slowed to a crawl. The monster lifted his arm to finish me and I watched him swing the weapon at my head, beckoning me beyond. Bloom! Then it all went black. Chapter One Two Weeks Earlier They Called It Autumn Here I stared at the cheap hotel for a moment trying to ignore the weight of the hip flask in my jacket. It was only one thirty in the afternoon, certainly too early to start. Not that the time would have stopped me, but I needed to be at least a little sharp for what was to come. The best idea I came up with to curb the craving was to check out my notes for the latest lame-ass job I'd scraped together from the poor sap only a shade more desperate than me. I studied the building for a while, trying to understand the allure of dropping down money to stay in a room where the filth of humanity had stayed before me. Parked on the far end of the lot, my car faced the hotel office in the majority of rooms. They were all connected together by a walkway that had been painted a melancholy shade of hospital green. The tone of the place and the drizzle of rain just gave the new hem in an air of sadness. I caught a glimpse of myself in the rearview mirror. The steel blue eyes and hard features of my father looked back. The dark hair, now streaked with gray, was pure mom. The rest of the unfortunate state belonged to me. Thomas Bloom, respected New York police detective, decorated hero, widower, loser. With a sigh, I sat forward and waited. The rain teased the roof just hard enough to make that hypnotic beat on the top of the car, a noise that made me realize how badly I wanted a nap. I didn't know why I was tired. Maybe it was the booze. I certainly didn't feel like I had done much over the last week. I remembered reading once that people with jobs behind cubicles, the cogs in a corporate machine staring at computers all day, could become more fatigued than those in manual labor. Something about the screen that did it to them. If that were the case, I figured sitting in a rain-streaked London parking lot, eyeballing a shady-looking joint like this could do the same to a guy. Was it in New Scientist? The memory refused to materialize, and I decided that either way, I didn't care. I had a job to do and needed to stay at least slightly alert. Then I felt the smoke curling inside me again, the need for a drink twisting my insides, beckoning sweet numbness, and with it the familiar pangs of anger, like hot coals in the pit of my stomach. The old man had died with a dependency on booze, 
and I had spent my whole life trying not to become him. Here I was, making his mistakes all over again. The move to London had done this to me. Drinking was the only way I knew how to cope with the hand I'd been dealt. The memory of that night haunted me, constantly dragging my mind back to a life, a happiness that was no longer mine. What happened to them had hollowed me out, eaten me away like a slow, creeping cancer, until all I had was this grimy excuse for a life. Death seemed to follow me ever since. Now here I was on the other side of the world, in a city I was rapidly growing to hate, picking up crappy jobs like this just to get by. When the silver car pulled up, I was almost relieved. The tormenting thought...